So you're a talking Pikachu with no memories who's addicted to caffeine. I could stop whenever I want. These are just choices. Another round, extra shot. Black as night, thank you, sweetie. <laughs> Hello and welcome to, you'll probably agree, uh, we're not in a bar today because uh, they're doing a little bit of construction in there and unless you want to hear a drill the whole time, we opted to hear the uh, sound of uh, the generator in the laugh factory humming in the background instead, which is a little less annoying. <laughs> um, but no, I'm here with uh, comedian Alex Clace. What's up? Yeah, uh, who is a... I didn't know this until I talked to you. Uh, you're a hardcore Pokemon fan. And it, it is very hard to, you know, keep hidden under my cool mystique that I put out to the world. <laughs> well, anyone can like Pokemon. You don't have to, you know, you don't have to be, like, insular or anything to like it. And no, I, I meant I didn't come off super cool, which is how Pokemon fans come off. Uh, I just came off as regular cool. You're pretty cool, <laughs> especially compared to, compared to me. And, um, oh, come on. Um, so, anyways, we saw Detective Pikachu... And, yeah. um, yeah, I mean, I guess, uh, I would love, uh, I'll, I guess I could talk a little bit about it, and then I could ask you about it. First of all, I gotta say, I loved going to see this movie with you, because I thought you had any frame of reference at all for Pokemon. Yeah, because I... And when I found yeah. out you had no idea, I'm like, my, I'm gonna have fun seeing this as a fan, and then also sitting next to you, <laughs> having no idea. Because I remember, I remember at one point, uh, what was it, like, they talked about, like, Cubone's thing, and you were like, what? I was. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, the guy with the bone. Yeah, yeah. 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 No, no. Uh, I actually. Um, so when I saw Detective Pikachu, hang on, we are totally not using an emulator. Um, but anyways, because uh, people are gonna see that. But what what I can say is <laughs> just it just just to really drive home the fact it's an emulator. We just show that. Um, <laughs> but no, I, as someone who doesn't know anything about Pokemon, I remember seeing the previews to this film. And, um... Oh yeah, what, do you, what did you know about Pokemon before this? Okay, so what I knew about Pokemon was, I was a little, that's a very good question. Um, I was a little kid, and I remember when I was a kid, I think I was like in junior high, I might have been like 12 or 13 at the time. And all of my classmates were playing uh, Pokemon, and I thought it was a cartoon that Nintendo turned into a game, but I guess it was the other way around, and I never got it. I thought, you know, Pokemon was going to be a fad, something that kind of blew over. I and forget if it was like a comic book or something, because uh, I remember there was like a comic book about it, and then... I know the games came out really soon, and then the show. It's 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 so hard to re remember. Yeah. Exactly. But uh, yeah, I got I got brought in through the show. Right. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's kind of like uh, it's kind of like a toy line. If you see this Netflix show called The Toys That Made Us, like usually when someone releases a toy or a product, for instance, there will be sort of like this whole lineup of comic books or television cartoon shows to kind of give you a story on the characters and where they come from so then when you buy them you have sort of an emotional investment in them and you have a reason for wanting to own them so if you get he-man you're going to want to get skeletor because skeletor is the uh, enemy of he-man so they kind of make the toys off of that so that's kind of like where pokemon comes from where from my limited knowledge and from playing uh, Pokemon Fire Red, which is the 
remake of the first Pokemon Red, uh, we, we I kind of got the idea. Just a of, classic. It's like yeah. it's like the you know Coke's not everyone's favorite soda, but it's like a go-to. Yeah, I, I I played it and I'm like okay, so like I kind of get the idea, but it doesn't seem like a very story-driven game. So they probably created the cartoon and everything else to give it a story. Yeah, I mean, the the cartoon follows the game pretty closely, and then the movie sort of hinted at that, because it's just like all these all these 10-year-olds, you leave your hometown, yeah. and then you just raise Pokemon, and then you're just supposed to, you know, travel around and uh, beat eight gym leaders, get all your badges, then you beat the Elite Four. Yeah, so, so there's not really much, it's not like Final Fantasy VII, where there's like, a huge emotional arc to there's RPG. yes most of these stories are aimed at kids but then sometimes it, it uh i think it's uh black and white that had some pretty serious mm. like had a pretty serious villain that was like hey are we enslaving these creatures and oh, making okay. them so fight? Then they added like a story a little later yeah but then it, uh like i stopped playing pokemon uh, a few years ago because i stopped playing at uh the game sun and moon which is where they kind of just made it really for kids oh, and then i okay, i was like okay. 20 at the time 21 and then you know i just tried to play it and something had changed i don't know you know there's so many new pokemon now yeah i, don't know, I just i grew out of playing the new ones i'll always i'll always come back and like play these classics and everything right. but so uh having not said anything about the movie yet <laughs> um <laughs> Well, I think that yeah, this... uh, but but but, um, so, but no. Uh, so what I was gonna say originally was uh, 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 when I played uh, when when I saw the preview for Detective Pikachu not really being a guy who ever gotten a Pokemon, I saw I thought well that's really unique. You know, they kind of took this property where maybe there isn't a lot of story to it, and then they kind of were very cleverly able to adapt it to film. And put a story in there. So then I go see the movie, and I really liked the world building that it did. I liked how they kind of made it sort of this believable, almost futuresque world where it's not, but but it's still kind of very uh, gritty, very down to earth. Yeah, Pokemon's always been like uh, it's been very. I, if I had to compare it to like another futuristic society, I would mm -hmm. say like. Star Trek, where every because 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 yeah. this was a futuristic society made in the nineties. Yeah, every it is like look at this like ho, like holographic device, but it's also like the size of a graph calculator. Yeah, and it yeah, has like yeah, actual yeah. buttons. I've always seen like that aesthetic in Pokemon. Yeah, so like the nice thing was is they kind of took all these these uh, elements and they kind of made this incredible world that they built off of. Where I would love to see more of this world. The problem was, and I think we both kind of shared this when we left the movie, was there isn't necessarily the best story to it. You know, it's a lot. It's a lot like the. Uh, I'm thinking about this because I'm doing uh, having a video come out soon about the 20th anniversary of the Phantom Menace, where there's much more focus on special effects in this movie than there is on actual story. Honestly, the way I look at it is, I've been thinking. Because when I left the movie, I was I was very much like, wow, that script had ADD because it's just like yeah. 
so-and-so died, okay, I'm going to this town. Okay, I'm going here. Okay, I found Detective Pikachu. Okay, we're going to this fighting <laughs> ring. Okay, we're going here. Like, and then they would have emotional moments where he's like, and my father, I never like lived up to his goals. And it's like, we've never talked about this. We have not like gotten yeah. time to like just state in these characters. I like, I, I thought he was a little too awkward at first. I ended up liking Justice the Smith, the I, uh, main character. I ended character, up liking yes. Justin Smith a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, I, I thought the uh, actors, and at first when we left, you didn't like him. You were like, oh, he was annoying. And then, yeah. I didn't, here's the thing is I didn't, uh, I didn't hate it, but I was just like, yeah. I had to think back to what I really enjoyed about the movie. And it was like seeing the Pokemon, yeah. it was just, I think a lot of it was like, I was there with you. So I was also focusing on the script a lot. And the script yeah. is like, when you first meet that, uh, the the what's her name the reporter the love interest when you first meet the love interest reporter <laughs> she's the most cartoonish like ah you see i gotta catch the case and yeah. like in a movie where the other character like that would be fine if they because pokemon's hokey pokemon's always like yeah you run into someone in the game they're gonna they're you run into a reporter in the game they're gonna be like what's up i'm on the case i got the scoops yeah but, it's very japanese where they say the, the script in the script in this film they say exactly what the audience needs to know, although they're already showing it on the screen. But with the other characters, they were at least dialogue. With the other characters, they were at least attempting some like subtlety, like that detective talking to him about his dad. There was some subtlety. Detec the, the detective Ken Watanabe, who was just casting the film because we know that it was based off Japanese material, so we just needed like a Japanese guy in there to play <laughs> Japanese man. Um, <laughs> I would have, you know what, I, that would be so funny, an all-American, an all-American Pokemon movie. But yeah, he, he, it the, almost was. <laughs> you're not but, wrong. Yeah. Um, here's the thing, is like, uh, if, if they just sort of played up the campiness of Pokemon and were like, yeah. oh, everyone's going to talk like they're a character in Pokemon, like, you stop right there, I'm a master bug catcher. They're going to like close their eyes really hard and be like, oh. <laughs> like a Japanese oh, no. anime. I wasn't saying a racist thing. I was saying an anime thing. <laughs> oh, you found those Pokemon? Oh! All right, now that's racist. Um, but the the, uh, the nice thing was is that they they kind of played down a lot of campy aspects a lot, and they they try to make it as grounded and uh, I wouldn't See, say I... reality, but in. Uh, but in a tangible atmosphere that you can understand and you can make it relatable and you made and made you kind of want to invest more in the world. The, 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 the problem I had with the overall story was that it, it kind of played all the familiar beats. You know, you have the kid who um, is estranged from his father. You know, he's got daddy issues. And then he goes out and tries to find out more about his dad and then... You know, he kind of finds out that his dad's still maybe alive, and he tries to go and discover what's uh, going on with his dad. And then, of course, after that, there's a lot of um, sequences where uh, the characters have to run from point A to point B in a very fast amount of time where we don't get to slow down and know much about what their influence is, why they want to do what they do, more about the specificities of Justice Smith's relationship with his father. And when we get to the third act, it's the usual comic book movie, third act, CGI, 
everyone gets in a battle royale sort of mess. That was, that was cool. I love I loved which, the Yeah, end. I didn't mind entirely. I mean, we had the CEO in it who is played by Bill Nye, who, um, of course, I hope I'm saying his name right, turns out to be the, you know, predictable, predictable stereotypical CEO. And then you had his son in the film, who I, I didn't even get that that guy was his son. I was just like, who's this douchey guy with, like, blonde hair that looks like the guy from uh, Miami Vice or whatever that stupid show was that took place in Miami and and CSI? Yeah, he kind of looked like CSI in that movie. I didn't get that he was his uh, son. I liked it. He sort of, you know what, he came off as, there there is an aesthetic for, uh, there are are people in the games called gym leaders. Yeah. Pokemon has, like, similar to where, like, Star Wars doesn't have a defined aesthetic, but if you saw someone or, like, heard a name from Star Wars, like, someone's, like, wearing, like, a vet, I don't know. It, it, he has an aesthetic of a Pokemon villain. In most games, mm. he really played, like, so... Like, in terms of the look, or...? The look, the way he's acting, his weird goals where he wants to, like, merge, where his, like... A thing to take over the world is to, like, merge with Pokemon. Yeah, the, Honestly, the, the, the villain's main goal was to... He was plant a mer- their minds in the Pokemon's minds. <laughs> Do like the a humans g- and plant their minds and control the Pokemon and like they become get out. The Pokemon. Yeah, but I mean, outside of that, like it, despite the the, the script being you know very cliched, very predictable, we have to remember this was a script that was written by like four people that was adopted. Oh really? Uh, yeah, it was written by like four guys, and then you had like. Uh, three guys like two of the same guys plus one woman thankfully you know who uh yeah who who uh had you know who who basically came out with the outline for the story and it was adapted by this japanese property that was made by like six other people so there's like a whole committee behind it you know so within the committee within like probably all this cluster mess that you had that they were able to luckily pull out I mean, I think at least a script that was competent enough, and this is sort of the only video game movie that I've seen where I actually am curious to see where it can go because it has potential to grow. I've seen people saying, like, this is the first good video game movie, and there's been other video game movies that have been fine, but they've been ones that, like... Like, they're just okay. okay. Yeah, it, there's not even it. anything. But there's nothing where you're like, yeah, I would like to see more of that. And th- 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 that was the nice thing with this film. It's like, yeah, a lot of things are underdeveloped. You know, it's a, it, it's a, it plays things by the, by the familiar beats a little too much. But at the end of the day, I felt like, you know, I was entertained. And I would like to see where these stories could go. Here. So, having said that, I, I think it was a success. Uh, there is one other video game movie that I would love to eventually talk about, which was Final Fantasy The Spirits Within, that I oh. think was vastly overlooked in uh, something that actually was a technological breakthrough when it came out. See, I haven't seen that, but I've heard that it's just, like, unwatchable. Mmm, yeah, you see, that, that's why I want to talk about it, because I haven't seen it straight through in quite some time, but it's a movie that, although it's based on a video game, it is... Uh, it tries to be deep. I don't know how deep it gets, or or that's my relationship at being deep. But it 
it has a rather tragic ending and the technology that they use in it if you've seen like those robert zemeckis movies like um uh, uh polar express or beowulf that was the first movie to use that kind of like realistic 3d technology to emulate real life so it was actually ahead of its time um but having said that this is sort of the other video game movie for me where it it kind of in terms of video game movies it kind of broke ground where you know it wasn't just a video game movie it was actually kind of an interesting commercial film that did something a little different and it wasn't just tied down to all the aesthetics of recreating scenes in the game uh for the you know for the sake of entertaining an audience that is playing the games that just want to see the movie now uh having kind of said all that what were your thoughts as like maybe a pokemon fan and as a movie fan with this film um as a pokemon fan this is fun this is a fun ass movie to see as a pokemon mm -hmm. fan it is um I don't even because here's the thing is I haven't been invested in poke. I was like really into Pokemon. I collected all the cards. I liked the show. You know, I grew out of the show first, and then um, you know I played video the video games up until I was like 20. Mm. Uh, but the th this movie, you go to see it for the spectacle of the Pokemon, and it's really cool seeing Pokemon on because if you wanted <laughs> to just see a Pokemon movie. There's 19 to 20 other Pokemon movies. And they're like, all like, animated, right? They're all animated. Yeah. And, you know, ever since I was a little kid, it's always been the joke, like, oh, they're going to make a Zelda movie or they're going to make a Pokemon movie. I mm. wonder what... so. And, like, they put in... They well, put in a lot of Mario effort Brothers and they put movie. in some, like... They use Pokemon really well in the movie. Mm. Um, they all look good, which is insane. I'm, I've never yeah. had a movie where, like... A lot of it's CGI, and I'm, like, excited to see what the next CGI thing looks like. Yeah! But they did such a good job on the designs that, like, I, yeah. Pokemon fans, you're going to be really excited by this. If you are not a Pokemon fan, I don't know what you're doing seeing this movie. Right, if you don't have a right. kid or something. Because I was, part of me was sitting there, like, with you, Mike. Yeah. And I was thinking, like, this is pretty funny. I'm going to also, like, look at this from the angle of, like, Mike never having having no idea what a Bulbasaur <laughs> is. Like, some of the scene, literally some of the scenes carry weight in the fact, like, you're just supposed to know what Bulbasaurs are, or you're supposed to, like, yeah. have context for, like, what certain Pokemon are, for a scene to be cool. Like, I don't, Mike, you must have been bored out of your mind with a Greninja scene. Like, I was having a great time seeing, like, all these cool Pokemon. Who's Greninja? It's those <laughs> uh, blue frogs that chase them through the woods. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, well, here's the thing. I kind of like the fact that they didn't try to explain it much. Oh, because yeah. Because if, no. if they tried to go around and say, this Pokemon is this and this Pokemon is that, just for the audience, that would have been too distracting. I kind of like what they did with what George Lucas did with the original Star Wars, where you get an overall idea of what the universe is. Yeah, I'm glad and, they didn't try and make this for my mom, you know? Yeah. So, like, I, I honestly didn't mind it that much. Uh, I mean, maybe it was a little too self-referential where the references uh, would leave people who are not fans sort of questioning a lot. But um, luckily, I thought 
Also, the... I think if you're not a fan, yeah. um, if you have to go see this with your kid or something like that, yeah. Ryan Reynolds is a lot of fun. Yeah, like, you know, I, that's one part I, was I like... need to add in my written review, actually, is Ryan Reynolds really made that movie sell. He didn't carry it. Yeah. But he, he made any, <laughs> anything boring. Because here's the thing. is, I, You also have to give credit to the Pokemon and stuff like that and, like, Mm-hmm. That's part of the the CGI design, the cinematography behind it. You but know? if we're talking like characters, Ryan Reynolds carries the film. Sometimes Justin Smith, he's playing this like character who's like, oh, I, I, I'm awkward, and then it's like yeah. that's kind of fun and relatable <laughs> until he's doing it every single scene, and then it's like, oh my god, that's like, this like is about your dad. Thing You're investigating to, yeah. your dad's death. Grow, grow a pair or, or something. I don't know. Yeah, because like, uh, like that was kind of his only characteristic in a way. Changed was a little it, bit. That he's like kind of awkward and he just always like screams and fumbles around. And he's likable. I yeah, like he his was likable though. I, I um, did like. He's him. an enjoyable main character. The, but the news reporter girl. Um, let me pull up her name real quick here. I know uh, she was Catherine sh- Newton. Uh, she, she played Lucy Stevens in the movie. And she, she's the, she was, am I wrong? She's the daughter from, uh, was it Killing of a Sacred Deer? Was she? Yeah, that's her, right? Uh, let me check, but I know she was in Three Billboards, and she played, um, uh, the, uh, John Hawk's, like, underage girlfriend in it, but... Yes, uh, she, she, um, her character was kind of undercooked. Uh, they, they were just like, hey, we're gonna sort of just, they just made her, like, She was eye candy for teenagers. Like, that's all she was there for, really. I didn't even see it as that. She's just, she just came off as, like, like, so in Pokemon, everyone sort of has their partner they travel with, Mm. and they're sort of, and you know, like, in the show, the main character has, like, this spunky, like, teenage girl, like, partner yeah. coming with him. And I thought, like, oh, okay, they're just trying to, like, make her interesting, make her a reporter, all that stuff. But it just, yeah. when Justin Smith is acting, like, he's acting like someone in 2019 being an awkward dude his age. Yeah. But then, and everyone else is kind of acting normal. Ken Watanabe's acting like a detective his yeah, friends acting is. like a good friend and then she comes along acting like she's out of the show where she's like how is it going i'm the top ace detective <laughs> like mike wait till yeah. I, wait till i get into a battle with someone and you'll meet them and they're literally like i'm lucy i'm on the mountain i'm here tracking my boyfriend so down. she's literally just saying expository dialogue and well, that's no, like her it's only just purpose. like that's how like everyone in poker because it's all cartoon you know it's all very yeah. cartoony and everyone's just sort of like Hello, I am Pokemon Master it's Lee. It's very much like an anime. Yeah. yeah. It, but, uh, like, they were, you know, they were normalizing it, and then she came along, and then I was like, okay, maybe, because it's bad. It's, like, cringy when she comes in the scene. <laughs> it's so forced. Oh. And then I'm like, you know what? Maybe, maybe what they're going for is they're just trying to make you, like, like her in the, in a sense of, like, oh, she's, like, from the show or something. But then mm. it just came off as bad acting throughout the rest, and then she wasn't... <laughs> it turns out she wasn't doing that, and then I was... She had, like, the worst line. If, if there's any moments yeah. to cringe in this movie, it's at most of her stuff. Like, when they tell her at the end, this was your story, right? Oh, you're going to be a reporter. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> All right, sorry. But, um... This... No, they're trying to put in that Japanese influence to it, I think, in a way. 
I didn't really that see translates, that. I think, well, what you're saying with her, that that was kind of the Japanese anime influence with oh, yeah. her cadence, the way she speaks her dialogue. No, what I'm saying but is... they like, didn't overdo it. I thought... I think that's what they were going for, is like... Yeah. But also, we have to remember, it's a kid's movie, and that's also how, like, half of children's characters are introduced. Or like, yeah. what's going on? I'm tough kid. <laughs> yeah, I was playing this game for a little bit, and who's, like, Gary, I guess, is the bad guy in it, or whatever you name Oh, him. yeah, that's a perfect example. Gary yeah. from the games is... He is, he is a... Some, he's a cartoon, and somehow he acts more of a cartoon than he is. Just like, yeah. he's like, oh, wow, butthead, you stink. Yeah. I, hate, I hate you, even though we're ten and our, we've lived next to each other in yeah. a town where we're the only kids we know. Yeah, we're the only kids we know, and we don't get along, and I'm going to be a prick. Uh, but I like, yeah, but I kind of liked how they put in a little bit of the, the anime cadence. I, the, like, this movie could have been over-the-top, silly... Um, forgettable film, but it's actually kind of unique. It had this very strange Blade Runner-esque aesthetic to it, like during the night scenes, where there's like a lot of Asian influence. It's always kind of dank and dirty in that world, but it's not... You said you got Blade Runner vibes. Yeah, but a very subtle Blade Runner vibes, just in terms of the lighting, in terms of the set design at night, when they're out in the streets, like if you look at the police station with Ken Watanabe, everything's kind of got this blue color palette, sort of like the police station in Blade Runner when Deckard's sort of getting the information about the mission he has to go on. When they're outside, you have sort of a lot of signs written in Japanese with like big, I think there was like Coca-Cola ads and stuff like that in the movie. I could be mistaken, but they, they kind of had like some ads going around. It's like, hmm. They, they, they very strangely borrowed some stuff from some R-rated films, but... Oddly, it worked in this movie because it was subtle enough where it didn't bother me, but it actually kind of worked for creating a tangible environment where this movie isn't going to be over-the-top silly in a lot of ways. Um, there was also a couple cool references I really liked where towards the third act of the movie, they take a bunch of Pokemon uh, balloons during a parade, and then they release poisonous gas. If you see 1989's Batman... Jack Nicholson takes a lot of balloons and releases poisonous gas during a parade. I, you know yeah. what, Mike? I hope that's what they were referencing. I think they were. It's like, it was just almost too direct. Like, the gas was even coming through the sides like it was in the movie. I agree with you on the yeah. uh, Terminator 2 reference for sure. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When, uh, what's the name of the shape-shifting Pokemon? Ditto. Okay, yeah, so, like, at one point, Ditto's dying, and when he dies... He goes to all of his multiple forms in rapid succession and then melts to the ground, much like the T-1000 did when he was melting in lava. So it's kind of funny that they kind of put in these these references from oh, yeah, 90s I... movies that I know and 80s movies, but it's not inappropriate. It's not like, oh, God, why would you ever reference that in Pokemon? I brought it up a lot to, like, people who I've been telling to go see the movie, like, there's some. There was in the beginning. I was a little shaky in the movie, and then I realized that there were some people with like that actually were having fun behind the scenes because Ryan Reynolds just started. Uh, like, there's that line where he's like, "I don't usually take people back to my place in the first night or something. I'm not that kind of Pokemon." <laughs> and I'm like, "What the fuck?" Oh and then God, also, he said that. I don't even remember that. They sit on it. It's like a line. It, it's not even like a background line. And I'm just like, "Oh man, they just let Ryan Reynolds, Ryan Reynolds go off." Yeah, they just let him go full <sighs> Deadpool. Oh, man, you're evolving another Pokemon. 
Look, thank God, because how do you uh, how do you get him to evolve? I wasn't paying attention. You just level him up. The here's oh, the, they just level up and automatically evolve. Yeah, here's the thing though. I apologize to anyone that's actually watching this, because yeah. I just had a famous fight where uh, in the beginning of these games, it's just you have weak attacks and then you fight these Pokemon that all they do is just make their defense higher. Yeah. And then they lower your defense. No, they don't lower your defense. They just keep raising their defense, and then you have weak attacks. So it's just uh, it yeah. the fight takes like four minutes. So you gotta you gotta grind like crazy. Oh man, I just got into another fight which I shouldn't have. Uh, see, I, here's the thing with me with RPGs. Like if I'm getting into a pot, into a fight, I it's like just like my own pride. I have to go through the fight even if I die, because I gotta level up. If I run away, I'm a pussy. But. <laughs> That's that's my weird thing. See, I, I play strategy games strategically. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no, Ryan Reynolds, he... I had a... Like, here's the thing, is I had a good time look... I had my own fun looking at the Pokemon and being like, oh, that's funny, like, uh... Like oh, they like make small references to things that if you are a Pokemon fan, there are there is like a little there is payoff in the fact that like mm. they reference things. They're like oh yeah, you know like something something like Palatine. Oh you know we all left town when we were ten years old. All this yeah. stuff. And I'm like oh okay, this is like this is kind of funny. They're they're like uh, you know it didn't make um, but Ryan then Ryan Reynolds came along. And then I had a really good time because there was a character. I love Detective Pikachu is a very fun character. He's a great show. character. And Ryan Re Ryan Reynolds is the only reason. Like I don't think anyone else doing that character would have been. And very I'm fun. pretty sure they cast him because of Deadpool because he's good at kind of quipping and being fast and likable. Because they didn't want Pikachu to just go around and go Pika Pika Pikachu. You know, throughout the whole film. I even, yeah, and just like uh, his chemistry with Psyduck. Oh god, yeah, that I like Psyduck now. I saw that movie, I'm like, I like Psyduck. I'm gonna catch... Is Psyduck around my area? I'm gonna pull out the Pokemon Go app on my it phone. See, commercialism works, people. Because after this movie, I'm like, I'm gonna re-download uh, Pokemon Go on my phone. Uh, yeah, so there, there's... Oh god, <laughs> Mike, we are stuck in a battle. So what happ what's happening right now with this battle? Is I walked I, zero kilometers <laughs> this week. <laughs> oh, this battle's about to be horrible. There's a raid battle starting near you. What's this shit? Oh, it's the Laugh Factory. It's saying I'm not close enough, but I'm sitting directly in there. Who's this guy? Alright, so anyways, I'm, I'm getting... Oh, shit! This guy was in the movie that I'm catching. What's this guy? Uh, Snubble. Snubble, yeah. Oh, yeah, can... He's just like. No, here's another thing. Here. Here's another thing. I also, as a Pokemon fan, they pick some. They they do some good pulls. Like uh, yeah, they pick some good. Like uh, you know, like Snubble's not everyone's favorite, but it's, it's it's sometimes when people have nostalgia for Pokemon or like trying to advertise things, they go with the original 150. Yeah. And then this this movie is just like no, we're going with the ones that everybody like thinks is cool. Like we're going, like. <clears throat> there were some yeah. there's some OG Pokemon that never got any shout outs. Really? And they're just people walking around with like Tricos and stuff, which that reference makes no <laughs> sense to you. But again, don't see this movie if you're not a Pokemon fan. If you're just casual or you think it's lame, this is not gonna convert you. Yeah. But if you are a Pokemon fan, you're gonna have a really good you're gonna have a not I don't know if you're gonna have a really good time, but you're gonna have fun and like this is 
Yeah. If you're a Pokemon fan like me, like growing up with the cards, and you know, you've been a Pokemon fan for so long, you're like, oh, we're just never getting a live action movie. It would never look good. Yeah. No one would ever take it seriously. That's enough. what I thought. That's why I really like it, because I'm like, wow, they actually managed to take something that seemed totally unadaptable and made it adaptable. I give this movie so many points for just not being flat out disappointing. Yeah, like it could have been an absolute shit show, and it wasn't. Was it? Does it mean like it's just and like no? It's actually a movie where I want to see more of it. I want to see what they do. I didn't, you know, I didn't leave wanting more. Yeah. I left wanting maybe like, and you know what? Maybe I did leave wanting more in the sense that I wanted to see more Pokemon and stuff like that. But well, I just want to see where the story goes because now that they kind of got through all the uh, standard characters. Oh shit, here's, here's the rock guy. You're taking all the guys from the movie and like putting up. Fuck. Just get him with a ball! I'm sorry. No, I'm they just put. The they game. just put. They, they, they're not. Those aren't just the Pokemon from the movie. Those are like fan favorites. Yeah, they did. Okay, so that's what they did. Okay, this time don't escape from the ball. I only have one Pokeball left. He's playing Pokemon on his. Uh, uh, on my emulator. That's Pokemon Fire Red, the remake of the original Pokemon Red. And I'm playing Pokemon Go on my phone. But, anyways, yeah, they took all these familiar Pokemon, and they they put them in the movie, and they work because you you kind of like you kind of I like how they immediately like recognize like yes, all Pokemon are cute, you know. And, and I like how they didn't just try and play it off. Like the thing is, is they were self-aware while also being like understanding what Pokemon is. Yeah. In that, like, you they. So, like, Psyduck, they didn't, you know, they played him up as a joke. They didn't try and play it off as, like, take Psyduck seriously. Yeah. Why aren't you taking Pokemon seriously? It felt very, like, it It felt like they they did the right moves. Like, something I wouldn't have thought of. Yeah, they, they played, they knew how to have fun with the material while also not having too much fun. It felt like they were just completely making fun of it. Unlike Ryan Johnson. Okay, now I'm mentioning him out of spite in like every review now. But yeah, at least the, the, they knew how, when to have fun with the material and when to take it seriously. And they struck a good balance between that. And um, I guess, gosh, what I don't know what else I can say about this movie. Like, yes, the structure is a bit of an issue. Uh, the pacing is a little, not the structure, but the pacing. The pacing's a little too fast. The story's a little too cliched, but the movie has enough charm and originality to it with enough likable characters and enough personality to it where I would give it a recommendation. Um, would you recommend it to someone that's not a Pokemon fan, though? Because that's my thing, is I left the movie being like, ugh, like, because I watched it. Like, I was in awe yeah. from, like, all the, all the Pokemon stuff. I was like, that's awesome. But yeah. then in my head, I was like, sucks that it was, like, a bad script, though. Yeah, you know? I wouldn't say it was a bad script, but it was just kind of no, a decent script. No, but reflecting script. on it, looking at it from just, like, being yeah. a Pokemon fan standpoint, yeah, it was a lot better. Just that, like... Yeah. Because when you're watching it as a movie, you're like, oh, man, that exposition. But really, you're supposed yeah. to be in the scene like, oh, wow, this, de this police detective is, like, hanging out with his Pokemon. You're not... Yeah. You know? So if, if you go in... And you're like, wow, I'm ready to see a movie all about all these cool-ass Pokemon. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know if I'd recommend... I don't know if I'd recommend it to people that aren't... 
Well, as someone who's not a Pokemon fan, Pokemon fans, yeah. I would say if you're going with maybe a friend who's a Pokemon fan, that's fun. If you're going with your family, I think that's fun because you can still get a little something out of it. It's not like when my dad took me to see the Power Rangers movie and he's like, what the, f what is this? You yeah, know. my dad took me to go see the Yu-Gi-Oh movie and they don't even try to make that for people that Yeah. And when aren't. I say the Power Rangers movie, I don't mean the one that came out two years ago. I mean uh, Secret of the Ooze that came out in the 90s. Um, but, you know, this, is a, this actually is original enough and charming enough where I think a casual could enjoy it. And it makes you a little more curious about Pokemon. Because I wanted to go in with an open mind and not this closed mind I had for a while where I'm like, ah, Pokemon, that looks dumb. Because that trailer interested me enough, and then I saw the movie, and, you know, it, it held my inner... It wasn't as good as the trailer. The trailer's amazing. But it, it interested me enough to kind of want to get to know a little more about these. So, yeah, I would recommend it to a casual. I mean, I wouldn't recommend it. Like, it's a good date movie, too. Yeah, I'm, I'm very heavily surprised that they were able to bring the Pokemon aesthetic over without it looking bad because I don't think I've ever seen like someone try to like dress up as a character from the show or like do yeah. anything from the show and it just not looking awful yeah. so would you recommend this movie to uh only Pokemon fans or to casuals or uh, don't let my opinion influence you no no I would say yeah if you don't like Pokemon I don't know what you're doing seeing this movie yeah. if you just need like if you're like man I just need to go see a movie Maybe, maybe yeah. like maybe play a game before you go in. I don't know, but like for fans, this is a very this is cool. This is like this is what we've been waiting for. It's not Citizen Kane, but it is well, what yeah. we've mm -hmm. wanted. Like, what more do you want as a Pokemon fan? Just like seeing seeing all your Pokemon, you know, in live action, actually looking good, being in like doesn't a, look like Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah, in the they showed the preview to that movie before Pokemon, which is so weird because now they're changing the design of the character, <laughs> and I'm just like, huh. Well, this is interesting. I was hoping it wasn't a bad sign. <laughs> well, it's like the nice thing with this Pokemon movie is it doesn't feel like the Yogi Bear movie or the Chipmunks movie, where you have actors in live action talking to these cartoons that make no sense. And one thing is, it's not only the CGI that makes it work, but it's the cinematography. And if you have that yeah, cinematography, but... it's going to match your environment, your production design, and your cinematography. I, I was very surprised that, like, this movie felt... I, I think I've used this word a lot, but it, it felt like it had some cool style to it. Mm -hmm. Like, they didn't... They took the Pokemon sort of style of, like, weird 90s future... Yeah. And they, they they modernized it in in a way where like I feel like someone uh, someone who's not a Pokemon fan could digest it. Yeah, you know? exactly, exactly. Like you see it, you're like, oh, okay. Like I kind of get how this world works. I get I get how these guys. Are. It doesn't seem like oh, here's an actor and now he's talking to this CGI abomination that shouldn't even be there, and this is the main character of the movie. You know. You're, it doesn't feel like they're just squeezing in, like, 
Garfield or something like that in live action where you're going, what the fuck is this doing here? Yeah, the only thing is, is like, with Pokemon, you just, you're always seeing these, like, flat pictures and then it's like, oh, I, I didn't even think about the fact that a mouse Pokemon probably would have fur. Just seeing them with, like, yeah, fur yeah. and teeth and detail. Not human teeth, like Sonic. I don't know. It's a little, <laughs> it, it was a little cool to me. Yeah. I thought it was fine. You know, people online all the time, it's a huge thing to be like, look at, I realistically drew this Pokemon. So, you know. Yeah. Yeah, they kind of brought the Pokemon to life in an aesthetic that worked. They knew who this movie was for. Yes, they did. They did. Yeah, and I think hopefully by, you know, now that they kind of established the world that they're trying to make and the style they're going with, the next script maybe won't need so many people involved where they can really hone in on something a little more concise and something a little more interesting. So, um, yeah, I would give... I give Pokemon... A, Pikachu Detective Pokemon a soft three out of four. It almost turned into two and a half, but um, I'm I'm happy with uh, the way it turned out. Uh, what, how many stars would you give it? I would give it a two and a half, three. I'm yeah. around there. I'm, the, I'm around the same. Yeah. I hope you know what I'll say this. I hope more video game movies do that where they're just like yeah. screw it. This Mortal Kombat movie's not for moms. I, we're gonna yeah. this is gonna be for the. Maybe not Mortal Kombat. I don't know how many Mortal Kombat fans are out there, but po I'd say there's like, I'd say a fourth of the world likes Pokemon. Yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah, we and don't I want PG thirteen Mortal Kombat. And yeah. I and I like that they knew they could just cut a few corners in the in the like exposition department stuff like that. And I think, you know what? I'm glad they went balls out with their Pokemon movie. Yeah, yeah. So and they made it a little edgy. You know, Ryan Reynolds is in it. He's yeah. He's the. I don't think we praised Ryan Reynolds enough in this review. He's he he really does make the movie work. You know, and if Ryan Reynolds didn't work, if Pokemon's voice didn't work, if it seemed out of place, it wouldn't have uh, worked the way it did. But luckily, he brought that Deadpool sort of persona in there. And uh, who's voicing Sonic again? Some guy. Oh, it was someone. <laughs> I but it's like it seemed like some guy who was just trying to come off as likable. But yeah, you know Ryan Reynolds really made that work. God, if they if if they got someone like just if they got like Chris Pine to voice Pikachu, which is something they would do. I, ben I, Schwartz is Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> That's right. Who's Ben Schwartz? <clears throat> He's the. Uh, did you ever see Parks and Rec? No. Oh shit. Um, He's sort of just known for being the like, what's up? I'm Zany Man. Um, yeah. See, that movie's so by the numbers and and, and uh No, I'm glad that like whoever whoever was putting this movie together had like a sense of humor. I mean it's not hard to like Ron Reynolds isn't like a tough vet nowadays, but yeah. to make him Pikachu and yeah. let him get away with cocaine and like slut jokes. <laughs> Fucking someone someone made this movie with you could feel the heart in this movie at least yeah the love for pokemon you could at least feel that yeah brought yeah. me back to my childhood yeah so there we go this uh three stars from both of us it's a recommendation um and hopefully we get to see more uh i don't know if the video game movie curse has been broken yet because i, I want i think the curse will be broken when they make this a video a, game movie that is fantastic. This was a step in the right direction. This That's is not the step in the right this direction. This is not the chosen curse breaker. Yeah, 
But it's but but we're getting closer. What do you think could be the movie that? I don't know. Um, if I have my ideas, but I I don't know. <laughs> well, I mean, they did make a, a TV series based on a video game that's very good, which is Castlevania. So it oh could be yeah, anything. I've seen some of Castlevania. That's not bad. Yeah. But that's the thing is, you know, video games. Tell a story in 60 hours. And yeah. You kind of just need that time to yeah. build a world. Uh, yeah, yeah. All right. So that's it for me. Thanks a lot, Alex. Uh, where can we find you? Is there anything um, you want to plug? Follow me. I'm on Twitter and Instagram at alclase, A-L-K-L-A-E-S. Mm-hmm. Um, I tweet a lot. Um, I don't post that much on Instagram, but check me out on Twitter. <laughs> I don't post as much as I should, and I should really post more. Okay, so yes, and you can find me at, you'll probably agree, uh, that's YPA Reviews on YouTube. Uh, you can also find us at, you'll probably agree, or YPA Reviews on SoundCloud and iTunes. And you can find us at YPA, the YPA stands for, you'll probably agree. That's YPAReviews.com with all of our written material and the written review for this movie should be on there as well along with the podcast and YouTube links and stuff to our sponsors. So thank you very much. Uh, you'll probably agree or not. And if you don't, please be kind as to why you don't. And thank you very much. That's a twist. That's very twisty. Get him. He's barely moving. Don't tell him that. Oh, he's on a bike. Quick, get in front of him. Stop. Oh, no. He's going down hard, Tim. Should've worn a helmet.